This is Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. Yeah, breaking news in Maine about that mass shooting. I'll give you updates on that. Uh, if you're a fan of oysters, I got some bad news. And onions, I got some bad news. And But the Florida man games are coming, so we can get excited about that. News is brought to you by Pitbull Tobacco and More. Before filling your cauldron this witching season, head to the leader in cannabis culture. Merchandise Pitbull Tobacco and More for locals by locals. And the big national news. Police say at least 22 people are dead and dozens wounded after a man opened fire at a bar and grill and a bowling alley in Lewiston, Maine. Police are searching for a person of interest named uh, Robert Card, who, as they say, is trained in firearms. Uh, he's a triumph firearms instructor. And uh, the officials held a press conference yesterday talking about looking for him. Card is considered armed and dangerous. He is a person of interest, however, and that's what we'll uh, label him at uh, moving forward until that changes. If people see him, they should not approach Card or make contact with him in any way. Because he is still believed to be dangerous. Isn't he in, like, the Army Reserve or something like that? He's, like, active, though. Uh, yes, he's, he's, yeah. he, he was believed to be in the Army Reserve and assigned to a training facility in Saco, Maine. Uh, he had been committed to a mental health facility for two weeks over the summer, and they didn't provide details about his treatment or anything, but Card had reported hearing voices and threats to uh, shoot up the military. Barracks. Okay, so uh, two months ago, he uh, is a firearms instructor that hears voices and was threatening to shoot up the base. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's not good. No, it's uh, a lot of scary things is, all in a is, row. This is the blueprint for uh, mental health. Yep. And what people constantly bring up here, here's a guy. There's There can't be any more flags. So there's a whole lot of questions going on here. Yep, and we'll keep updating you as much as we get them this morning. Uh, in world news, Israeli troops and tanks actually launched a brief ground raid into northern Gaza overnight. Uh, military said troops uh, tr- struck several militant targets in the raid, and they say in order to, quote, prepare the battlefield ahead of their actual ground invasion that's supposedly coming. The leader of Lebanon's Hezbollah group uh, met with top Hamas leaders. Uh, that meeting yesterday, the first one reported since the Israel-Hamas war started, and it's not good news because it just reinforces the fear that everything is going to spread throughout the Middle East. Hezbollah militants and Israeli troops have clashed along the Lebanon-Israel border since the day after the attack. In a statement, uh, they agreed with uh, top Hamas officials saying that they were at a sensitive stage, but there's no further details where they are so far. Uh, Republican Congressman Mike Johnson of Louisiana is finally the Speaker of the House. We have a Speaker of the House. Republicans gave Johnson the gavel yesterday at a vote of 220 to 209. So he just barely got in there, but he got there uh, with a few absences there. Johnson picked up an important nod of support from former President Donald Trump. Uh, He was the fourth candidate Republicans had nominated to replace Kevin McCarthy, who was kicked out of the spot three weeks ago. Johnson was sworn into office and said Republicans would, would get to work right away to show Americans they can still have faith in the House. All the American people at one time had great pride in this institution. But right now, that's in jeopardy. And we have a challenge before us right now to rebuild and restore that trust. Yep. And he So did, it's complete party lines. You pretty much. So it's, yeah. it's not like a smidge. Well, no, but the He, he had it. They he needed all those votes to get in. You know, what did he need? 217? Something like 219? that. Yeah. Well, he got yeah. 220. Right. So he he got enough to get in. And but like again, said, it's all Republicans. Which, all the Democrats voted against the guy. Yes. And all the Republicans that were present voted for him. Right. And then it, that he he ends up being the speaker that's and the majority that they hold. And it didn't take 15 yeah. votes, so that's right. a plus. Uh, they can get working now on aid packages and that pesky November 17th government shutdown deadline that is still lingering over everybody's heads. 
Uh, the United Auto Workers Union says that they have reached a tentative a contract agreement with Ford that could be a breakthrough to end the nearly six-week-old strike wow. with that Detroit automaker. A four-year deal uh, still has to be approved by the 50, 57,000 union members of the company, but it could bring a close to the talks between them and Ford. Uh, the Ford deal could set the pattern for the agreements with the other two. That's the hope, anyway. Maybe they can get them on board with doing a similar right. deal. Uh, although no agreements were officially announced yet. Was yesterday. Ford the one that said, we've given all we can give? Yes. Yes. Uh, like a week ago or right. two weeks ago. The, and they, yeah. did, they did add on to that saying yeah. they were willing to shift things around in other areas, but they'd have to, there'd have to be some give and take on that to make that work. Okay. Um, so I'm guessing that's what happened behind closed doors. We don't know the specifics right. of all the things yet, but right. uh, hopefully this can set the stage for the other two to make some kind of agreement as well, and everybody can get back to work. Uh, wait, we, okay, so I'm trying to figure this out for sure for everybody driving their cars this morning. Waterside Drive in Norfolk. We talked about it yesterday. There was a water main break, caused lots of issues. They right. were rerouting you. It's a very busy area. Uh, I seen this morning yeah. that it was the repairs were supposed to be completed yesterday, but I've right. seen nothing official that says that they were completed. So I'm not sure that it's reopened for you, but I saw reports that looked like traffic was going through. We, we, we have a guy whose only job is to do the traffic. Oh, I know. He Maybe and he can run that down He and us. I were trying to hunt it down this morning <laughs> since, like, since he got here. We've yeah. both been trying to hunt it All down. Right. Somebody listening has worked on this <laughs> and thing. And that's Look, what we said. This is, you know, we know who our people are. Yes. Whoever's guys that are sawing open the street, mm-hmm. our people. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So if you worked on that water main thing, where does it stand right now? Shoot me a text. Yeah. I want five seven three six six ninety nine ninety nine. Please. Thank I you. I want to say they were completed because yeah. I saw images that looked like Waterside Drive dry, which okay. would be a step in the right, right. direction. Uh, so here's hoping. But uh, either way, uh, they had at least one lane open so people could make their way through there yesterday evening. So without a doubt, you can at least make your way through it. Uh, the city's yeah. acting assistant for the Department of Utilities uh, said that a cap flew off the end of a main in the Ocean View area and, and Waterside Drive. And right. in Ocean View, there were problems with an air release valve. Apparently, both of these water mains were scheduled to be repaired this month. So the timing oh, just worked man. out, unfortunately. Oh, so it blew just before they were going to fix it anyway. They didn't get to them in time. They said it's very, it's very unusual to have this sort of thing happen right before the repair, and especially two at the same time. Uh, but the city crews worked around the clock to get everything fixed. The deputy director of restoration at the Elizabeth River Project, Joe Rieger, spoke with Channel 13, saying that some people were worried about uh, pollution to the Elizabeth River. The water that was coming out was drinking water. And so it was not sewage, which, um, you know, sewage ha- brings with it bacteria and other contaminants which make its way to the river and can make um, an area unfit for recreational contact. There were some photos of some discoloration of the uh, water going into the river. And a lot of that is from the sediments that it's picking up. He just wanted to make that clear because people were... So from the water main break right. to the river. They, we, they People were concerned it was going to pollute the river and there would yeah. be an issue. But like he said, it was drinking water coming out, so no effect. Should be fine. Should be fine. Uh, while we're talking about things being affected, though, restaurants and retailers in half a dozen states, including here in Virginia, have been advised by the Food and Drug Administration to dispoy, dispose of oysters that they purchased from a company based in Canada due to possible salmonella and E. coli contamination. Well, I never want this. Yeah. I don't want the oyster poops. No, no. <laughs> Man. Very much oh, no. Nasty. Uh, they were nasty. sold here in Virginia and Florida. Where? Uh, they didn't spit lift specific a- uh, areas. They just said sold in Virginia. So they're here. Uh, okay. Any idea whether they were retail or sold to restaurants? Uh, I believe they were sold to restaurants in the area. So uh, only the restauranters 
know for what, sure where they got oysters. them from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were from a company called Future Seafoods Incorporated out of Prince Edward Island, Canada. Okay, uh, so they can at least track that down, so people know where they got them from, at least on a retail or a, a wholesale. All right, basis. so it's Prince Edward Island, which is known for mussels oh, on restaurant menus. PEI. I didn't know that. Yeah. So when you see PEI mussels, it's Prince Edward Island. So this is the oysters, though. Correct. The oysters. The oysters. Stick to what yes. you know. Yeah, that's yeah. my point. Stick to- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the concern here is that yes. uh, they said that the when they have salmonella and E. coli, they may look, smell, and taste normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say they could cause illness, though, if eaten raw. So right. maybe avoid that for the time being. They do say you'll usually develop symptoms within 12 to 74, two hours after eating them. So. Uh-huh. If you have any problems, call your uh, doctor and get yourself taken care of. Waterside Drive is open. Okay, great. So we know We've that We've heard now. from two different people. Water main brakes are easy to fix. Waterside Drive is open. Okay. Well, I know they had an well, issue Don, with that Well, thank one, you. I love you. Thank you very much for that. Because we, we, we saw reports as late as 10 o'clock last night, and nobody confirmed it. So. Could you have a look at that thing in my driveway now? Please, if you could. Just <laughs> would take one minute. It won't, yeah. Yeah, just a minute. Uh, and I was telling you about onions as well. A company named Gill's Onions has uh, done a voluntary recall of fresh diced onion products following reports of salmonella poisoning across 22 states. Ooh. Yeah, it's actually caused uh, 73 illnesses with 15 hospitalizations. Wow. Uh, a few of those uh, uh, illnesses were here in Virginia. That's the only reason I bring it up. Okay. It's because Virginia was listed as some of them. Uh, it's called Gills. Gills onions, and they're pre, they're fresh diced they're onion in a, in a container. Yeah. yeah. All right. So just a heads up on that. Uh, they, again, some of the illnesses. How were much here. you paying for that, man? For How the, much you paying to have somebody else cut up your onions? Oh, I bought a thing of that yeah. not not really? the other night. Yeah, because I was yeah. going home and I had onions at yeah, home. Yeah. But it was one of those things where I was going home and I want to do as little as possible to get my food ready and yeah. everything because it was a long day. Mm-hmm. So I bought the pre. The, pre- the like, pre-cut? Yeah, the pre-cut. Really? Yeah, just threw them in. Sean's okay. just afraid of crying. Yeah. That's what it is. Is that Dude, what it is? Yeah. I, yeah. I, am, I don't know if everybody's like this, but I am super sensitive to yeah. cutting onions. It, I, oh, yeah. Two cuts in, and I'm, I'm, my eyes are burning. Water i got to get out of the room. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, so you, have to, uh, you either got to run them underwater or wear glasses. You know what I found, and I don't know why this works. For some reason, if I store them in the fridge and then take them out, it doesn't affect me oh, that bad. Maybe it, maybe it uh, holds in those vapors. Maybe. I, the only thing I can think of is something the like cold. that. Either way. It doesn't make me cry as much, and that's the important part. And I got to tell you about this, because this is right up our alley. It won't be the Olympics for sure, but a group of Floridians plan to host competitions (laughs) themed according to the collective antics of everybody's favorite, Florida Man. The games say they'll poke fun at Florida's reputation for producing strange news stories involving guns, drugs, booze, and reptiles. Uh, or combinations of them. Right. Organizers say the contests planned by for next February in St. Augustine, Florida, include the self-explanatory Beer Belly Wrestling Contest. Hell yes. Uh, as well as an evading arrest obstacle course. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> I love this. Dude. So much. This has got to be. Is this a radio show? I mean, it has to be, right? Well, no, it sounds like it. Yeah. But, but I don't know if radio shows can still do anything anymore. I don't know. lawyers either. and uh, corporate people involved. Man. Uh, contestants will be asked to jump over fences and through yards while being chased by actual police officers yeah. for the competition. <laughs> wow, that's they're gonna, cool. They're bringing in the real So they police. got real cops, so there must be a charity aspect. <laughs> it's got to be legit. We want yeah. it to be as legit as possible. I, think, I say you have to have a mullet to be in this competition, but I'm not making the rules. <laughs> okay. Uh, but either way, that's, when that rolls around, we've got to cover that. Uh, today, it's going to be mostly sunny with a high near 80. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low around 54. And tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high near 82. Last check, is about 56 degrees outside. With the news, I'm Sean Hood for Rumble in the Morning on FM 99.